following podcast contains strong language and a sexual theme throughout. Listener's discretion is advised. We are best friends Sam and Sophia, and between us we've had some pretty bullshit experiences in the dating world. But that's not all we'll be discussing, and nothing is off limits. We created this podcast as a safe space to talk about all the bullshit dates we've been on throughout the years. And of course, we obviously want to make you laugh. So we always want to hear from you. So add us on Instagram at Bullshit Dating Podcast. Or email us on bullshitdatingpodcast at outlook.com. Ready? Let's go. Hello. Oh, hi. I am so excited the fact that we are finally doing this after how many years we've spoke about doing this. I know. This has been a long time coming. It has, but I feel like everything happens for a reason. I think we both believe that. 100%. 100%. It's come yeah. at the right time for both of us. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to bring a bit more joy into everyone's lives right now, I feel. I know. I feel like we always have said with our conversations with each other whether it's 10 minute voice note or just a quick whatsapp message we always say we need to start a podcast because these conversations mm-hmm. if you were a fly on the wall mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i i remember like when we first started kind of like going out with each other like clubbing rest in peace the clubs bless Aww. them i really miss them um that everyone always used to kind of be like they would join in our conversations always because i mean people just gravitated towards us what what can i say do you remember actually that our last night out was about a week before this whole crap happened we must have had a sign like we must have gone right we needed to go out i mean that was a great night out it was it was it's never a dull moment with us on a <laughs> it was probably the i would just I, all i remember is playing ping pong i don't really remember the guy i remember teaching this i'm going to say elder lady um the waltz <laughs> um and i remember going up to a guy and being like, oh, let's go for a drink, went to the bar. And then I remember I ended up paying for that drink. Oh, my God. Yes. Because then you came. I don't know what I was doing and why I was by myself. <laughs> I don't think you were by yourself. But then I think. Oh, I was probably trying to chat someone up or something. I don't know. Honey, they were trying to chat you up. OK. OK. But I do yes. remember you running back to me like, I just got this drink, but it was meant to be free. But I paid for it, and I was like, what? "What?" It definitely wasn't free, but it was a good drink. I remember that. Do you also remember us having like this weird heart to heart in the smoking area? I of this swear bar to and, like, God, crying. <laughs> How we didn't die of hypothermia, I don't know, because this was like you said, like the middle of March, just before sort of COVID nineteen erupted in the world of pandemic and staying at home um and with sam like i'm explaining this to everyone else but like with sam she it's like when you're with her you really open up with you like you do 
and I feel like you're just you're just amazing you know that but you do feel like you're talking to a bit of a therapist in a, a like the best way possible and you get the best advice so I mean this podcast is great because she is the smart one out of us oh no 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 let's not give me that title that's a lot of pressure on me and that's not true it's totally true she just won't ever admit that um and yeah we literally spoke I think we sat there for a good two and a half hours maybe it was it was a really long time Mm. we was out there just chatting about the deepest stuff and even when random people were coming over to us we would be like no sorry we're, we're in the middle of a chat here excuse me please could you just go away you can't sit with us <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but honestly that was one of the funniest nights it's quite sad that it was the last night we've pretty much had maybe ever no that's dramatic but <laughs> we went out was... twice after that like when you could oh we did oh god yeah but that's a whole other story me ordering far too many pizzas oh Oh, no that was a great night out that was brilliant oh god i feel like you don't remember that one in march but i don't really remember the one where did we go neverland yeah we went to if anyone is local to us then on wandsworth bridge road um there's actually a really nice sort of how would you call it it's like a weird a... city beach canapé outside indoor event space yeah hit the nail on the head there i don't work <laughs> for them but i feel like that should be a great event I, tagline i feel like yeah that's a that's a great way to explain it. it it's kind of just like a huge beer garden but it's a beach there's sand there's like deck chairs but obviously we went during covid so it wasn't lively but do you remember oh my god the walk from our, our pod <gasps> to the toilet and obviously you have to go by yourself because of covid you've got to put your mask on it was like very it gave me a lot of anxiety i'm not gonna lie i felt like i was doing a catwalk well this is the thing because we were so we were outside and um there was literally like this massive massive wooden deck that you walk through and i remember like walking to the songs like to the beat of the song and me think like me thinking oh my god yeah i look the shit mate like i literally look amazing (laughs) and then my jeans were too tight i put on the wrong jeans and it was just as soon as i got home i was like oh god i think you you've made something when you got home no this is this is really awful like (laughs) the amount i ate that night is I'm surprised I didn't throw up. I mean, I accidentally ordered two pizzas. We'd already both had a pizza each. So that meant we had two pizzas each, basically. I even think I finished off your second pizza. Then I went home and made more pizza. I, I, I don't know what's You were feeling the pizza. You were feeling the pizza. Do you remember how we met? I guess I was in a little group with some people. You were dating one of them. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go to gatherings or nights out. And obviously you'd come along as that person's girlfriend but we just we clicked we yeah clicked. there's I think there was like an energy yeah a hundred percent there was always something maybe it's because I mean I'm if like I said I'm massively into astrology and everything happens for a reason and things like that and I feel like as I've 
connected with Sam a lot more over these years. She's definitely turning into one of those people. Mm -hmm. Um, And she is a Cancer sign. I am a Scorpio. We're both water signs. So I think for us, we are quite emotional, but also we're very strong. We're very independent, but we just got each other. Like, even if we just looked at each other, we were like, right, I know exactly 100% what this girl's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got the sort of faces where you can tell something's going on. Yeah, can't hide it. We permanent resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Permanent, I'm judging you. Mm-hmm. Um, good and bad judgment, I would say. But then I think we're very much like, if we're not 100% on that certain topic or whatever, we just go, you know what, I just don't have time for this and walk away. Like, we're not that confrontational. I would say no. Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. Been through our own things in life mm-hmm. that have caused us to maybe be a little bit. I would say not anymore, but went through a phase where we were maybe quite bitter. Yeah, 100%. Very angry. Uh, very like, but, oh my god, very antsy. Yeah, but again, that does go with our the traits of our star signs. It's mm-hmm. like you're angry, but you're very forgiving. Mm-hmm. But you're very sensitive but you're not a crier it's 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 a lot it's a weird mix it's a weird weird mix mix. but yeah I remember when we first met I think it was on New Year's Eve wasn't it it was at a New Year's Eve party and that's all I remember (laughs) well let okay so (laughs) it was a New Year's Eve party house party and this was probably the first time that we spoke yeah spoke properly Mm. And I think you were quite nervous to come into that environment mm-hmm. with all the people there because, like I said, it was like a group of friends, but Soph was a girlfriend of one of the guys in the group. So mm-hmm. you could say she wasn't technically in the group, but, you know, I can see that would be nervous, like nerve-wracking for anyone. So mm. I feel like we did quite a good job at making you feel welcome, but your sort of way of coping with the anxiety of meeting all these new people was to just get shit faced. I got so paralytically drunk that I think I might have been in bed by 10 o'clock. You d- you definitely didn't make the countdown, 100%. Oh, no, 100% I didn't. And do you know what? That's the reason why I don't drink red wine because I remember I drank two bottles of red wine on my own in massive sort of classic party red cups um, and I just kept drinking. Like, I just didn't, I didn't even have a break. I was just like, no, just keep drinking, just keep drinking. And I think personally, because I was in that relationship for such a long time before meeting you, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, now I've just, I felt like, oh, I just slotted in. Yeah, I think I definitely, okay, so I am one of them people that I can sense when someone's uncomfortable and I never want someone to feel uncomfortable I don't have to know you like you could be a stranger like you know when you go on a night out and you see a girl crying in the toilets you don't know her yeah but I just want to go over and help her what is your problem who's made you cry blah 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 because I never want to see anyone feel uncomfortable because I've been there it's not nice to feel like the outcast exactly whatever so I would always try and make I think maybe a little bit more effort with you and like maybe message you afterwards and all that yeah which you know but and I think it's probably why we've stayed close. Exactly. And I think also as well, it helped that 
our mums, like Sam said, our mums used to work together. Um, but also as well, I think it helped the fact that I wasn't in that relationship anymore, as random mm-hmm. as that sounds, because mm-hmm. I think if I was still in that relationship, then I wouldn't see you as much. Like, I, I, I wouldn't. But also, you left that relationship and I left that friend that friendship group well this is the thing so. so it's almost like we both separated ourselves but then came together it's like we had a secret affair and it's gone on <laughs> for years and we left our significant others and we just thought Do you know what let's just try this out for real and we've stuck together we have and we have probably i mean what is it five five years can't do the maths yeah about five years now I think it's about five years it depends on how you want to count that new years I mean I think it was like I think it was 2016 going into 2017 so I'm gonna say five years so yeah I would say in them five years we've been through a lot personally Mm -hmm. and we've seen each other go through some some things some shit that we're probably going to talk about exactly and I think that's why we both decided to do this podcast 100% 100% because 100%. I think we've been through some shit we sometimes still go through that shit and we both have our own separate friends and we talk about that sh- said shit all the time yet I know for a fact that there's some girls there's some guys there's some days whoever that don't feel connected with other people and mm-hmm. the reason why of doing this podcast is because we wanted to send that message that you aren't alone. There's always other people there, whether it is listening to our brand new podcast or <laughs> if it's just texting someone who you haven't heard from in ages or you just want to listen to someone else's issues. 100% during a time where you can't, really go out and see your friends um it's nice to maybe just listen to us rambling on feel a little bit like you are still with your friends mm-hmm. you know and you yeah. know i mean we've... i don't i don't i don't know where i was going with that you know i kind of <laughs> feel like very mystic meg for a moment and i was like this is i'm literally waffling. she's trying to take my your time ty- like you're literally trying to take my crystal ball out of my window like um, I'm so sorry. Please take it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we've we've all dealt with issues, and primarily it's for us. We've had some terrible dating stories. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've had some terrible issues with mentally. I know Sam has. Mm-hmm. You name it. I feel like we have both overcome so much yet dealing with so much and it's just something that we want to vocalize about I guess yeah I think if you could name something that maybe you're personally going through right now out of the two of us one of us is if not both of us have probably gone through it as well I think this is the problem at the moment is not enough people are open about their issues whatever that may be so everyone's at some point feels very lonely with what they're going through but actually 
your your best friend could be going through it mm-hmm. she just hasn't spoke about it or he hasn't spoke about it so I think us doing this and being very open with serious things but also not so serious things it could help people you know exactly and I think looking back we're both in a position where I think as we've have gotten older um we're not old but we're we're getting there (laughs) yeah that is the next one that is the big milestone um and we see so many people getting engaged we see so many of our friends having babies and Mm -hmm. we see so many people just kind of living their lives and then sometimes you feel well what about me yeah in this society as well I think there's always standards whether it's on your age oh you should be doing this that the other by this age I feel like all of us girls especially when we were like 15 were probably like oh in 10 years time when I'm 25 I'm going to be married and have four kids and have a house here and this oh my god and actually it's like oh we're turning 27 this year we still live in our family homes Mm -hmm. we're both single no kids but you know what we're okay we're fine with that 100% but you also feel like well what have I done like what the, have I done something wrong is it me like do I look a certain way do I present myself a certain way what am I doing that's not getting everything else that everyone else ha- is having exactly and that's why I think with the whole us talking about certain dating experiences stories etc it doesn't seem to be well we know it's not an us problem because between you and me we have dated guys from our age to maybe 10 maybe 15 who knows years older (laughs) we know that one's we know who that one's meant to be aimed at (laughs) well um (laughs) but it doesn't seem to matter even if you try and date someone like I know that I do that sometimes I'm like oh let me try and date someone in their 30s because surely they're gonna want to settle down on no no it's party lifestyle you know exactly 100 and I've had like the amount of like calls I've had on Instagram because I don't want to see certain influencers using things around that influencers um Mm -hmm. She's doing quotation marks. Yeah, like influencers. That's that's what I'm trying to Are say. Are they called quotation marks? Quotation marks. They must be. I think it is like when you're quote. I don't know. Quote. Uh, quote unquote. I don't know. <laughs> quote, quote, quote unquote. That's actually we should be using that one. Um, and I think personally, yeah, just having that sort of you have that platform but then you're opening that and you're seeing that constantly it's not always good and then it's having that chat where you're it's like you're shamed of being you because Mm -hmm. say for example you enjoy sex or that you don't want to be in a relationship or you don't want to have kids or you don't want to get married there still is this massive massive stigma where that shouldn't that it shouldn't be that stigma 100% and I think again maybe like when you're like a, like a teenager you're a lot younger you do look at like back then say like your friends were doing that right they were going around and sort of sleeping with people doing what they wanted again I know that everyone would have been guilty at some point of being like oh god that girl's a right slag she's a right slut or blah 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 even the age bracket that we're in now there are definitely people who still think that way Mm -hmm. but I think actually when you actually grow up 
and realize mm, sex is natural who cares as long as you're being careful if you want to go out and get that d that vitamin d but you don't want to commit to a relationship that's also okay exactly like, where, why why are we judging why are we judging i was about to sorry <laughs> I was like, I'm waiting, 100%, but you... you... I didn't want to jump in. I was like, oh, oh, oh. jump in whenever you want. For everyone listening, we are actually on FaceTime to each other as well, so we can see each other. But I I must admit, all I'm doing is staring at you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm staring at you. I feel like, I actually feel like I'm in like a job interview. I'm like... Do you um, do your playlists by genre or do you do them by mood? No, no none. It, I just have one playlist and it's called, it's been called Car Music for about five years. Um, <laughs> car, bus, I just, anywhere. I, I, I've just never, do you know what it is? It's because I, my Spotify account is on my family account. So I just know that that's my one. Um, but I probably go on it every I'd say like every two weeks I go on it and I delete a load of stuff add a load of stuff and it's like a constant cycle so a refresher so my playlist is so diverse ABBA will come on and then bloody love ABBA like it's in my tinder bio it's in my bumble bio for me ABBA's like bloody love them Uh, yeah ABBA and Queen are like you're such a queen girl such a queen girl I'm obsessed with Freddie Mercury, like, and I'm actually obsessed with Adam Lambert, who's now taken it over. Fun fact: was meant to actually go and see them live um, at the O2 last year in June, and it has been rescheduled for June this year. I don't think it's going to happen. It'd be like your best. It's my dying wish. It's like my dying wish. I want to see Queen live, and I, I, it's just making me sad because the other two are getting kind of old now, and I just feel like it's never going to happen. I have a really weird fact about Brian May. So he used to live like not that far away from us, and my mum mm-hmm. was sort of dating this guy. Um, and he went round Brian May's house. Apparently, they made one of the best cups of tea. I feel like he does look like a good tea maker. Yeah. How do you have your tea? I really do. Almond milk and one sugar. But my sometimes it depends. Sometimes I don't have a sugar, but I like mine strong. You're sweet I'm enough. Not... You're sweet enough. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I like my tea strong and I like my coffee strong. I'm not a milk person. Um, cereal. Majority of the time I don't have milk. I have it dry. If I am having cereal with milk, it's usually like a tablespoon of milk. I really hate milk. I've got a problem with it. <laughs> like like it's like I've it's just really offended you. It's people who drink milk out of cartons. Like, I think that's actually one of my biggest icks. If someone comes downstairs and if they want a glass of milk, but it, it's the same with orange juice, actually, to be honest. If you go into the fridge and you drink it straight from the carton, I can't. It's a no go for I can't. You. I, I honestly can't. Have you never seen that Friends episode where they drink, where I think it's Phoebe and, Phoebe and Monica drink from the same drink, um, glass and they go, Phoebe's like practically kissing. Now, this is my biggest thing. <laughs> I don't really like friends. 
Oh, you've told me this before, actually, and I remember it hurt myself. I'm, you I'm sorry for any massively friends, oh, fans, but I just, I Do wasn't you... part of that vibe. You know I understand it. Fine. I understand the whole I'm fine meme. I'm under, I understand when Ross gets a really bad spray tan. I understand the whole pivot thing. I just, it's just, I just don't like it. celiac so for me I've always had to have a gluten-free diet and I remember when our lovely our lovely um government that we that we are now dealing with scrapped um NHS gluten-free bread now a lot of people probably think what the hell like why are you complaining about bread when obviously there's so many other things which could happen 100% totally totally agree with you but when you are in a sort of allergy bracket you look at prices so much different it's really really ridiculous how much money you have to spend and how much you have to think when you're out and even to go out to a restaurant it's like oh by the way I I need the Mm gluten-free and whatever menu like uh, and it's it's a lot I remember growing up and it literally was just a jacket potato that I could eat. That was that there was literally nothing else. And I mm-hmm. bloody love that... a jacket potato. Oh, I, I love a jacket potato, <laughs> but there's only so much you can have as a topping on a jacket potato before it's like now I'm eating cardboard. Do you... like, it, it's boring. Sorry to interrupt, but do you remember and I don't know if anyone else is gonna remember this, there used to be like a sort of restaurant, it was like a fast food version but it used to be called spudge you like it used to be in the uh, corridor it Central. Did. it's up and coming it's been up and coming for about 25 years but we're still getting there we love it it's a very sad place to be at the moment and by the way i'm allowed to say that i do work yeah. there i am there five five days a week nine to five it's very sad it, it's it's like an apocalypse has genuinely well, hit this thing Hatchery. you're still really working sad. during a pandemic I am. I'm. I'm classed as a king. You are. How do you feel like that's going? I don't feel like I can talk as if I'm a. Key, I am a proper key worker. Like I'm working in the NHS or something like that because I'm not. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm really proud to be a key worker. Yeah, I, you, I don't yeah. think I am one. But I will say I am very, very grateful that I that I can go to my office because I know that people working from home right now are losing their minds. Some people have lost their jobs. So I'm not going to complain. But I have my feelings about whether I should be still going in. But I will say it's very COVID safe. Everything's in order. It's just, you know, I I don't think I should class myself as a key worker when other people actually genuinely are. Yeah, I totally get that. I think as long as you're safe and as long as the, the right protocol's there, I think it's just such a weird time for everyone, like we've sort of said. But it's it's very, very odd. And... Well, I mean, you've you've been on your furlough for a very long time. You only went back. Yeah, for a I went bit. back to kind of just do Christmas, but not even that. We were doing click and collects. Um, yeah, and this is the longest Christmas break I've ever had. <laughs> we are in the third lockdown. It's ridiculous, but also as well, like. For us single people, (laughs) 
Oh God. It has been Joe, what we, we are gonna talk about this in a whole episode, but I think I I I have and I know you have too, we've got we've got a lot lot of friends, people we know obviously in relationships, maybe they've got babies, engaged, whatever. But when I try to talk to them about this situation, I'm like, you don't understand. Like we turned 26, we're now gonna turn 27. That's like two years, that's two birthdays, that's two years I've aged and I haven't been able to 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 find my my <laughs> husband like you just don't understand i mean we've tried we, we have they both tried. tried you know the world is to shit maybe this is like gonna be my comeuppance like i'm gonna find my husband when the world is crashing down around me and i i i, I really did try i so so, so who knows i'm not a massive massive data but i you make really an effort you honestly and i was so proud of you because sometimes i think again with it we're very similar in that sense in the sense that sometimes we could be quite complacent and we're just like it's fine like, don't worry don't worry don't worry but realistically when it comes to like the matter of it we're like no I actually would like to find someone so we make a really strong effort to actually leave our house get doled <laughs> up go on a massive effort to actually leave our house and actually do go on a date that date is possibly then... fucking shit but we've made the effort <laughs> we really did i feel like we really tried last year and i think we should pat ourselves in the back that actually going on the amount of i mean let's not i'm not going to say the amount of dates like we went on like a hundred dates of a hundred different guys that's not the case but we really I probably did try have. last year to to date no you've not gone on a hundred dates of a hundred different guys you have not done that. the date, doesn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Sophia has met with a hundred no, guys. We don't know if that's a dating situation or not. But... I might as well be called Mother <laughs> Teresa and that much of a nun. <laughs> Listen, we started this in a sense of right we are going to try and get as many listeners and as many people to follow us so we've got our podcast we're gonna have our amazing instagram which is bullshit dating um podcast on instagram and you can also send us an email at bullshit dating podcast at outlook.com we really want to hear from you so we really want to hear good dating stories bad dating stories thank you so much for listening to our amazing first episode i'm gonna blow I think it great. now I, I just i'm very proud of us i think we should do a little round of well done to us well done to us well done to us and thank you guys for listening as well it so, is indeed. so this has been the bullshit dating and other stories podcast